0: You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love
1: and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Today, I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings and healings and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved, I am God's servant, and I'm God's powerful champion. Because I am blessed, I am blessing the world, in Jesus' name. Amen. From wherever location you are in, can I invite you to sing in honor of God's word. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Today, I want to preach to you this powerful message, okay? Please write this down. God made you an influencer. That's right, God made you to be an influencer. I mean, you know, if you look around you right now, did you notice that there are so many jobs today that did not exactly exist 10 years ago? Like, for example, you've got what we call app developers, app designers, podcast producers, telemedicine doctors, blockchain analysts. And, you know, in fact, during the pandemic, we are seeing a new career skyrocket. It's called Zoom Event Hosts. So if you're unemployed right now and you're looking for a job and you're in the tech industry, Zoom event hosts. All you got to learn is is to learn how to do Zoom. Another job that's very common today are also social media managers. Have you ever heard of that? Social media started more than 10 years ago, but you know what? We didn't need managers back then to manage our accounts, but now we do. But you know, perhaps the most lucrative profession that many young people aspire to be right now is they want to be an influencer. Influencer whether it's YouTube or, or, or Spotify or Kumu or TikTok, young people are drawn to this profession of wanting to be influencers. And I mean, once upon a time, you, you needed to be a big star like Sharon Coneta or Piolo Pasquale in order to be an influencer. But today, even the regular Juan de la Cruz can be an influencer. All you need to have is just the right content and the right team to support you and you can be a star in social media. But why am I sharing this? Because in a very real sense, social media is actually only amplifying a spiritual truth that's as old as Adam and Eve, that we are all powerful influencers. That's right. Let me echo out this truth through a children's story that brother Bo Bo wrote once upon a time. Okay, and I, I don't know if that's how he starts once upon a time, but he originally titled this story, The Domino Effect. But because it sounded so, so, so deep and profound for young children, it was so boring to them. He changed it to why Rosalina the cat has a short tail. Would you like to know why Rosalina the cat has a short tail? Okay, I need you to follow the story with me. The story begins one early morning when the sun hadn't even risen and Mr. Bowser gets, gets up from bed. But because it was so dark, he accidentally steps on Bowser Jr.'s Lego toy. So he starts cursing at that Lego toy as he limps to the bathroom slowly. It was the start of a very bad day for him. And in fact, you know, later that morning, Mr. Bowser goes into the office still in a bad mood. How many of you can relate to that? Okay, now Mario, his office assistant, submits a report to Mr. Bowser. And as soon as Mr. Bowser receives those those documents, he scolds and reprimands Mario for giving it late. He says, Mario... I needed your report at 9 a.m. Why are you giving this to me at 10 a.m.? I thought you were a professional. So now, it's not just Mr. Bowser who is upset. It's also now Mario who's upset. Because he didn't even know about the deadline. But see, here's what happens. Later that evening, Mario goes home, also in a bad mood. And as soon as he walks in through his house door, his wife, Peach, asks him, Why are you late again? She was actually partly saying that because she, she missed him. Some wives, you know, they don't really admit that they miss the husbands. But she said that because she missed him. But Mario says to her, because I was working. Unlike some people I know who watches K-drama all day. Ouch, right? <laughs> so now, Peach is hurt. She's deeply hurt. But then that night, their seven-year-old junior doesn't want to go to bed because he still wants to play. So Mama Peach shouts at him because she's now upset. She says, Ang tigas, tigas ng ulo mo. Go to your room now. Okay, so you see what's happening, okay? Junior now sulks walking back to his room. And then on his way, he sees his pet dog, Yoshi, sleeping on the corridor you know, blocking his path. So what? you know what he, did, what he does? He kicks his pet and says, get out the way, you lazy dog. So now, Yoshi the dog is also angry. That's when Yoshi sees Rosalina the cat minding her own business with her tail in full display and that's when he decides to bite the tail off. And that is why Rosalina the cat has a short tail. It's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that, Brother Bo. But, you know, if you didn't like that ending, there's actually an alternate universe that contains the same character, okay? Let me share it with you. In this parallel universe, it's the same characters, right? Mr. Bowser, after stepping on his son's toy, instead of getting mad, you know what he does? He goes into prayer, he reads his Bible, and then he thanks God, saying, Lord, my foot is hurting because I stepped on my son's toy. But you know, that means that I have a son and that means that I have money to buy him toys. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings. But when he arrives at the office, his assistant, Mario, who is late in giving him his report, Mr. Bowser, because he was in such a good mood, he tells Mario, Mario, you know, I will appreciate if tomorrow you give it to me at 9 a.m., just like I, I told you as a deadline. But you know, thank you for all your hard work. And so now Mario smiles and says to him, of course, yes, boss. And on the way back, To his desk, he thanks God for his kind boss. Now, as Mario gets home, his wife, Peach, asks him, why are you late again? Mario smiles and then he chuckles and then he says, is that how much you miss me? And so he gave Peach the biggest hug, which made Peach feel so wonderful. And then that night, Junior, who still wanted to play and didn't want to sleep yet, Mama Peach said, okay, Junior, I will give you 10 more minutes. Will you promise me that you will sleep right after that? Yes, Mama, Junior says to her. And then 10 minutes later, when the little boy saw Yoshi, the dog, sleeping in the corridor, he steps over him because he didn't want to disturb the dog, and the dog continued to sleep in peace. So in this alternate universe, guess what? Rosalina, the cat, has a normal tail. And that, my friend, is what you call the domino effect. Beautiful, right? See, if you didn't know this already, let me say it again, okay? You have more influence than you think you do. Because of the domino effect, what you say and what you do impacts thousands of people. It has a rippling effect to thousands of people across different generations. You have the ability to shape your children, your grandchildren, and even your great-grandchildren more than you realize. Even if you don't have children, you know, you can shape your nephews and nieces' lives and their children and their grandchildren more than you can imagine, okay? So with that, let's dive into the Word. I'm sure you are, are so excited. But, you know, before we begin, I want, you to, I want to inform you that today's Bible reading is uh, rated PG-18, okay? So it talks about death by, by uh, drowning, self-mutilation, and hell. That's why, parents, if you're listening, in case you don't know this yet, we have an amazing, awesome kids session that, that we, we organized for you where we take the same message and then we make it kid-friendly, okay? So you can have your kids check out our awesome kids channel through the link after this session, okay? We're posting the link right now. You can do that after the session is done, all right? Like I'm telling you, this, this wasn't an easy message, but you know, Jesus taught this to the people. That's why this shows us that Jesus doesn't shy away from the hard and difficult truth. That's because he loves you so much, so now, are you ready to receive this truth? Okay? I want you to open your Bible. We are on Matthew chapter 18, verse 6. And I want you to read this with me. We're going to put it on the screen. Here we go. Verse 6, Jesus said, If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, I'm going to stop right there, okay? Take note. By little ones, Jesus didn't mean, you know, small kids, because a few verses before this, Jesus referred to his disciples as little ones, okay? So let's, let's, let's rephrase this by, by putting in that word. Jesus said, if anyone causes a disciple to stumble, he said, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Now, in case you are wondering what a millstone, millstone is, like I did, you know, so I had to Google it. A millstone is basically a heavy basalt circular rock that's used to uh, crush wheat, okay? Let's show a photo. Here's a photo of a millstone. Look at that. That is solid rock, okay? That's practically the type of salvabida that you would give to your enemy while they're drowning, right? (laughs) To give you a, a, a better idea or a better illustration of what Jesus is saying in this verse, let me share with you this personal story, okay? See, my late grandfather, weeks before he succumbed to death, weeks before he went back to the Lord, he was able to receive Holy Communion for the very first time after, get this, 20 long years of not receiving the body and blood of Jesus Christ. And I heard them tell the story years later through a cassette tape recording, okay? Ask your parents if you don't know what a cassette tape is, all right? My granddad was giving his personal testimony to a community that he joined called BCBP or the Brotherhood of Christian Businessmen and Professionals. Have you ever heard of that? I became part of that same community from 2005 to 2006. So let me share this now. In his testimonial, okay, my grandfather said that the reason why he stopped attending Holy Mass and receiving the Eucharist for two decades was simply because, and this is in spite of the fact that my grandmother was the the most gentle, the most patient, the most loving, and the most religious woman that I've ever met my whole life. It was because he said that all the people that he met in church were the most uh, uh, self-righteous hypocrites. and, And they were the most judgmental, proud, and hateful people that he has ever met. And if that's who Jesus was, he said that he didn't want to follow Jesus. See, Jesus said in verse 7 Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble. Such things must come, but woe to the person through whom they come. Let me re echo this truth, okay? I hope you're listening. You are a powerful influencer. Whether you admit it or not, it might not be a job that you applied for. But here's the thing. It's a role that God assigned you to. And sometimes we all do a poor job at influencing people. We become bad influencers. But here's the good news. God offers us a chance at redemption every single day. See, you might have been a bad influence today. But here's the thing. You can be and you can choose to be a good influence tomorrow. How do we do that? You know, as Christians, I think we just need to be more conscious as we spend more time looking inward, as we do looking outward. That's why today, I want you to do this activity with me. It's a very simple activity, okay? I want you to take a journey to look inward and to look within yourself, okay? I'm going to be asking, Brother boy, and I, we're going to be asking you three practical questions based on Matthew chapter 18, verse 7, okay? Are you ready? Okay, here's the first one. Write this down, please. I do hope that you write down and take notes, okay? Because you're gonna need this this week. First question is, have I hurt others because of my character flaws? Have I hurt somebody else because of my character flaw? Here's the truth. Each one of us has a character flaw that we develop over time, okay? If you don't see anything, it must mean that you're not really looking very hard enough, okay? Here's how you find it. I'll give you a tip. Every day, Before you shut your eyes and before you go to bed, here's what I want you to do. Do an examination of conscience and then ask yourself this question. Have I hurt anyone through my character flaws today? For example, have I hurt others because I was selfish or or greedy or proud or impatient or bitter? What this activity does is to help you recognize your flaw and then it gives you the opportunity to rectify that flaw afterwards. Okay? I promise you that when you do this, this is one of the most humbling things that you can ever do for yourself. And it will make you a better person. It'll make you a better husband, a better wife, a better parent, a better friend, and a better boss every single day. All right? Second, second question. I want you to ask yourself after you ask that first question how do I respond when I'm hurt? How do I respond whenever I'm hurt? Animal experts say that a wounded animal is more dangerous than a hungry one. Why? Because a wounded animal runs after his prey not to satisfy his hunger, but to satisfy his anger. And you know what? In so many ways, humans do the same thing. Here is a truth that you can take to the bank forever. Hurt people hurt people. That's the truth. We are a generation of people who likes to retaliate. We like to get even. We like to lash out. And you know what? It doesn't even matter who we lash out to. We will lash out at anyone when we are angry. We'll take it out on the security guard, for example. We'll take it out on the bank teller. You take it out on the grocery bagger or or your office mates, just like Mr. Bowser. Listen to me. When you belong to God's family, being hurt is not a license to hurt others. If you've been hurt, here's what you do. Break the cycle of hurt. Don't let the cycle of hurt continue with you. There are some families who have sins that are called generational sins. What are generational sins? These are ancestral sins that are passed on to the next generation, and then the next generation, and then the next generation. Why? Because the cycle of hurt is not being healed. Lolo had an affair, and then Daddy had an affair. Now, Junior has an affair. The sin of infidelity is being passed on generation after generation. So if your family has a generational sin, I want you to be the first person to say, the hurt stops with me, the healing starts with me. Amen. And once you heal, my dear friend, help those who have hurt you. Bless those who curse you. Love those who hate you. You are an influencer choose to be a good one. Okay? To continue with this message, please welcome everybody, Brother Bo Sanchez.
0: Hi everybody, I am so happy that you are here and you have given me this privilege, the joy of being able to share this time with you and speak God's word to you. I'm praying right now. I know God has been speaking loud and clear already and I'll just continue the conversation and I'm praying that as you hear the word of God, miracles are happening. I need to go to question number three. Question number three is this, do I cause others to soar or to stumble, or to stumble. So friends, is your life a stepping stone where people can rise up, or is it a stumbling block where people can actually stumble and fall? In this, in the verses that we read, Jesus started talking about avoiding hell. And you know the word hell, (laughs) today, like, like modern people, the moment we hear or read the word hell, the first thing that we come, comes to our mind is this, this place that we don't want after we die. Like when you die, then, then you have these two places to go to and there's that, that's one place you don't want to go because it's wah, fire and torture and ah, I don't want that. You know, to Jesus, it wasn't like that. No. Hell for Jesus is not just a future destination, but a present reality. Hell is here and now. It is. I'll give you an example. Um, in the book of James, James says, the tongue is a flame of fire. Uh-huh. Now think about it. You, you and me, you know, if you're old enough, you understand this, that the tongue can create hell in this world. You got what I'm saying? I'll give you an example, gossip. It will destroy relationships. It will destroy. If you have, if you've experienced this, if somebody gossiped against you, destroyed your reputation, it destroys Families and companies and offices, even churches—yes, e- even churches, prayer groups—are destroyed because of gossip. Especially prayer groups and, and churches because they, they make it holy gossip. You know, two sisters talking to one another, two women. One woman tells the other woman, "Narinig mo na ba? Naku, si sister. Grabe, I discern my affair, may affair yan. carrying on an affair." Why do I know? May sa kanya. With a younger man. Ay nako, let's pray for her. Uy, biglang naging holy. Ha, gossip. <laughs> Hindi, gossip pa rin yan. <laughs> the more, <laughs> I'm telling you, the more I read the Bible, the more I realize that God's judgment is really God simply allowing the consequences of our actions. By our words and by our actions, we create our own heaven, or our own hell. We create it by our words, by our actions. Not only that. Because we're influencers. We create heaven and hell for other people. Buti na lang sana, kung sa atin lang eh. No? By our own actions and our own words, we create our own hell. You know? Okay lang sana. Hindi naman okay. Pero what I'm saying is, you know, that's that's the, the lesser evil. But no! We are influencers. We impact the world. We create hell for other people by our words and by our actions. And, you know, that's why Jesus says this. He was so serious about this. You know what he said? He says, if your hand or foot causes you to stumble, cut it off, throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. Jesus did not mean literal Cutting, cutting, gouging, he, 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 or else, or else, all our churches right now will be filled with one-handed, one handed, one legged, one eyed people, right? Mao uso yung black eye patch na may Bible verse. Praise the Lord for God so loved the world na sa eye patch. Never mind, I'm just making you laugh. But why such intense language? Cut your hand, cut your foot, gouge your eye. I'll tell you why. Pluck your eye. You know why, why Why? was Jesus using this intense language? Because Jesus was waking us up. He wants to tell us, hey guys, if you want to create heaven in your life for other people, for yourself and for other people, you want to create heaven? It's going to be painful. Mm, it's going to be cutting, and it's going to be painful. But Jesus says it's worth all the pain. Hey, you know this. If you, are, if you make a decision to be patient, if you make a decision to be selfless, if you make a decision to say, I'm going to serve people, it's painful. You have to die to yourself. You have to die to your own greed. You have to die to your own self-centeredness. In life, my dear friends, pain You cannot avoid. You can never avoid all pain. You can only choose what kind of pain. You can either choose the pain of growth or the pain of regret. And which will it be? In our deep dive of Matthew, we're already in chapter 18. And this is the point where Jesus is walking towards Jerusalem, where he will die. And that's where we are now in closing. I just want to say this, that on the cross... Jesus will take our hell, and he will bear it in his body. And so today, we come to him in worship. And I want you to to do this. I want you to think of one person that God is calling you to influence for him. He's not calling you to, to be the source of grace for that person. Just the pipeline of grace. As an influencer, please understand this. God is not calling you to be the Messiah. He is calling you to be the messenger. He wants you to be God's love to that person. And I repeat, I repeat the message. I just, you just heard. Loving that person will be uncomfortable, will be inconvenient, will be painful. But Jesus said, it's worth it. And how I'd like to end before praying with you is I I look at my relationship with my wife. It's a beautiful relationship. Um, It really is. Uh, 23 years. It didn't start that way. It didn't start happy. And no, no, we had to go through a lot. But a lot of dying, a lot of pain. But today, I'm enjoying this amazing, fantastic relationship. It required came to be where it is now. And that's what I want to share with you today. Um, Create heaven for other people by following Jesus. And you cannot do it on your own. You need him. Do not be the source of grace, just the pipeline of grace for the people around you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Put your hand over your chest and everybody just say this. Just say this after me. Jesus, I need you. I I won't be able to love and serve and care and bless people, but if you are the source of love and if you are the source of grace, use me as a pipeline of that grace so that people around me, my family, my friends, and the people you send me to, Will receive your love and your healing and your miracles in Jesus' name, Amen and Amen.
1: Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's
0: grace. For more podcasts like these, visit feast.ph/radio.